my name is Gianni Russo, a.k.a. Carlo, the infamous son-in-law from The Godfather. I'm now known as the Hollywood Godfather, and this is my story. Walking with a limp like, will I ever run? Once again, or is this it? Am I forever done? Living in the hospital was never fun. Some people were cool, but not everyone. Welcome, everybody. It's time for another episode of Hollywood Godfather podcast. And we got the, the gruesome three now. I love it. <laughs> Let's introduce the lady first, please. Jeannie, oh. my darling. Great to have you back on. Fabulous to be here. And, Thank you. And my partner in and everything, crime, writing, and friendship, <laughs> Pat Piccarelli. It's also pleasant to have me on, too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to have uh, a very interesting show today. It's based on uh, what's hot in the news. You know, we, we are right on the cusp of all the news. We read this stuff 24 hours a day until we find something that we can use that's, uh, that you guys would like. Well, uh, there's been a lot of indictments over the last few days, but we're going to focus on Rudy Giuliani. Uh Rudy and 12 other uh, of his cohorts, also attorneys, were indicted under a RICO Act. So we're not confusing anybody. People who don't know what the RICO is, I'm going to read the definition. A RICO stands for uh, Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Uh, and as it's written in the law, it says the Racketeer Influence and Corruptions Act, RICO, of 1970, seeks to strengthen the legal tools and evidence gathered by establishing new penal prohibitions and providing enhanced sanctions and new remedies for dealing with the unlawful activities of those engaged in organized crime. So to put it in English, a violation of RICO occurs when a person in connection with an enterprise engages in, and this is an important word here, pattern of racketeering activity. Racketeering activity could include arson, bribery, counterfeiting, and, and it goes on. So this is what they were indicted over. So just to be clear, a pattern. An ongoing pattern. Ongoing pattern. Now, I'll give you an example of where RICO did not apply. The uh, mafia cops, Caracapa and Epolito, uh, NYPD detectives, we did a show on them uh, just a couple of years already. They were basically in the employee of the mafia, uh, first they were setting up hits, and then they were doing hits. Uh, and it was an ongoing investigation for years and years and years. These guys retired from the job. They moved to Vegas, and they were there for 10 years. And they decided, uh, the feds, the state, whatever, that they were going to indict these two on a RICO charge because they set them up when they were in Vegas. They set up Epolito. Uh, uh, Epolito uh, had grand visions of becoming a famous screenwriter, and he was told that this guy was coming into town. This was an undercover cop, and that he was uh, uh, looking for Epolito to read his screenplay because it was a crime story. So it's, it, it's inflating an already inflated ego. So the scam was, or the sting was, while they were talking, this producer, this undercover cop, was going to ask Epolito to get him some drugs because they're going to have a little uh, a little party after they make the announcement about the screenplay. So Epolito says, sure, I'll get the drugs. And he gets the drugs. So now they figure we got him. Uh, 
for selling drugs. We're going to hit them with a RICO statute, which can carry penalties up to 100 years in jail. They wanted to nail this guy. Uh, anyway, uh, a federal judge threw it out. He said, you can't charge him with RICO because there's not an, an ongoing situation. I remember that. I was in Vegas with that. Okay, they're in Vegas for 10 years. They didn't do anything except what well, they weren't under investigation for anything. Right. So there's no proof to say that they had an ongoing criminal enterprise. So it had to throw the Rico out. So my question is here. You got a bunch of lawyers that could or could not have gotten together to allegedly overthrow the election results. Where is the ongoing pattern of criminal enterprise? Well, they must seem very solid on it. They, they were, they've all turned themselves in. Well, you have to turn yourself in because you got indicted. Yeah. But, you know, you can indict a ham sandwich. When, 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 when you go before a grand jury to get uh, indicted, if they're going to indict me. And I came close with this idiot Giuliani. But I, as a defendant, do not have an opportunity to defend myself in front of a grand jury. It's one-sided. The DA gives reasons why the person, let's say me, for instance, should be indicted. And I don't have a chance to go and testify. I don't have a chance to do that or bring my lawyer. It's basically what the DA says, you get indicted. Uh, and they're uh, all saying you can indict a ham sandwich. Basically, you could. Uh, so my question is, and I'm not saying they, did, they didn't break the law or they did break the law, but RICO, ongoing criminal enterprise, so it's not ongoing, currently happening. So if it's done ongoing, past, they don't define ongoing other than it's got to be over a period of time. It's got to be enterprise, organized crime. Well, what I'm, I'm going to tell you because I talked, I listened to different news things already questioning that it was yeah. ongoing because over the last two years over this election, and it's been going on ever since then, and that's why they're saying it's ongoing. This is very weak. Well, I, I mean. Whether weak or not, what I find more entertaining is the fact, and I think that's why everybody's thinking it's ridiculous, is because Giuliani, when he was the district attorney, before he was even the mayor in New York, he used the RICO on so many people. He destroyed the, the St. Gennaro feast on a RICO law. He also destroyed the, the South Street Seaport. I know. Yeah. And the whole uh, thing, the phone fish market went down because of that. Rico was, like I said, instituted in 1970. Nobody ever used it. They forgot about it. And along comes Giuliani and says, hey, here's this obscure law. Uh, uh, we're going we're to use it. And he did very, very successfully. Well, let me correct you on that. You know who used it first? JFK. It was JFK used Rico. And the only guy that didn't use it and was supposed to was J. Hoover. But it, was written, it was, wasn't written on the books until 1970. I read that today. JFK was long dead. So this was after JFK, RFK, and, uh, and uh, uh, Hoover only had two years to live. So, no, he couldn't have used it. Well, uh, he, he used it on, on Marcellus in New Orleans. There was no recall. Was no he could deport it under under current law. There was no RICO law until 1970. Period. They never had one. But when they did write it on the books, everybody forgot about it. I mean, they had plenty of opportunity from the time it was instituted in 1970, and they had the organized crime uh, uh, hearings in in the late 70s. 
Nobody ever brought up Rico. They forgot about it. Rico, uh, uh, Giuliani brings it up in the 80s. And then he got a hold of this and would not let it go. And, you know, arguably, you know, you look at Giuliani now, and there's a lot of people listening to this show maybe that didn't realize who Rudolph Giuliani was and what he did. I mean, he almost broke the back, almost, of the American mafia. He had the commission trial using Rico, sent the heads of the five families to prison for 100 years. I mean, he was extremely effective. And arguably, it's one of the reasons he became mayor, because of his uh, his uh, uh, record as, as, as a prosecutor. The Southern District, which he prosecuted out of, was the most active district uh, in, in, in the United States for prosecuting organized crime figures. So he goes to become the mayor after uh, the 9-11. He did a superlative job. They called him America's mayor. This guy couldn't do wrong. Well, that was because of 9-11 to him. He was grandstanding. But he did a good job. Bottom line was, you get a guy that did what he did effectively, admirably, and look at him now, which is what we... What we're going to talk about now is, you know, he's using uh, Rico. This is, he, he's being charged under a state Rico, not a federal Rico. Uh, certain states have federal uh, Rico laws, and they are Pennsylvania. Oh, I better watch myself. Anyway, Pennsylvania, Hawaii, Arizona, Florida, Rhode Island, Georgia, where he got indicted under the state Rico statute, and Indiana have uh, Rico statutes. So he's indicted under Rico there. Their penalties for uh, conviction of a RICO uh, statute are a lot less than they are in federal court, five to 20 years. So may, maybe that's why they're using it then. It's not the Well, they're using it because that's the, that's the most effective law for organized crime. Just right. like it's, it's the federal RICO law just brought into a state level. Same thing, only the penalties are different. Uh, I would say I think it's a weak, a weak case. Do you think this is just all for a big show? I mean, is is it know, is it all to make Trump look really bad before? We don't. I think Trump looks looks bad on his own. Oh yeah, he don't, he don't need any help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, right you know on. what I mean. I'm just saying. Yeah, look, do you we, think we, if it's a weak case? Do you think even if they think it's not going to stick? How many charges are there? Forty one. Is that all kinds of charges? The point yeah. is. You know, we don't like to talk politics here, and we won't. We'll just take the reasons why some people say uh, they're after him because he's a front runner and he may become president again. And they're, they're just throwing charges against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, could be it could be that they've got evidence that we don't know. We you know we don't know what evidence they right. have, and that they could be you know playing on the other side. They could have viable evidence where this guy's in serious right. trouble. We don't know. We don't really care. Right. Uh, what, what what we're concerned about. Uh, for the show anyway. Right. It's Giuliani is, is, is coming the, back. This mob guy who when when they saw this story. Oh, they're uh, lo they're loving it. Well they, they oh have my God. They, 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 they have notes. They they made statements, public oh, yeah. statements. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I have the vision I, I'm sure most of our audience does too. Not too long ago, this was the Giuliani that we saw with his hair dye running down his face from perspiration, defending Donald Trump exactly. and how how they could do this to this poor man. What we want to share now, if it's if you think it's time yet, sure. to that we have a recording just this week of him going after the guy he was defending called Donald Trump. It's amazing. This he guy. Was, here. 
Yeah, before we play this, you know, so the audience understands, Giuliani was the biggest Trump fanboy walking. Yep. Trump could do nothing wrong. This was the reason why Giuliani's in trouble, because he, you know, connected his starter to Trump. And he loved Trump. He would do anything for Trump. And now we get this recording after Giuliani gets indicted. Play it. Now, now I did hear something. It's so hard to know what's fake news and what's not if you listen to it just a little bit that I do. But because Trump wouldn't help pay for his his legal fees. Well, let's let's let's, talk, let's discuss that after we play this. All right. Oh, well, first of all, where, where did you get this? It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's on everything. But it's a yeah. it's a news. It's a news thing. Oh, it it's is. All- it's, Instagram it's, has it. It's all over Instagram. It's Facebook. It, it's, it's, a all over place. it's a legitimate news clip, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. When you hear it. Okay, go ahead. Our country. My goodness, you should check in to the local federal prison and start doing your time. That's where you belong, not in the White House. You use your family to pick up your bribes, hide your bribes, live the life of a billionaire. And by the way, I don't think you failed at all those negotiations just because you're stupid. I think you failed in those negotiations because you sold out the United States of America. That's what I think you did. And you were ready to do it again if we didn't catch you. If we didn't catch you. He didn't catch nobody. I love this guy. Well, yeah, all of a sudden he's acting like he caught him and and he's in trouble for being in with Right. Like, like I say, th- th- this isn't the, the Rudy that um, America remembers from 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but not even not even four years ago. Right. Well, the last thing I remember hearing about him, I thought he was like sick and had issues. People said he had gone crazy. So I, you know, like I said, I don't follow it. I'm in Utah. I don't know what's going on in New York, but. Well, I, I follow him a lot because of the mere fact a very close couple that I'm friends with. I won't mention their name. They backed this guy all the way. And they, 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 he used their jet to go down there. And meanwhile, he's saying they don't have enough money to pay his bail. Okay. And, well, he, that, and, he, and he says on air, I flew down on a private jet today. <laughs> well, you and I know whose jet that is. But he says this. And in today's uh, uh, media, it's all, it's all over the place. Giuliani is hosting a fundraiser. Uh, rather, Trump is hosting a fundraiser for Giuliani. I think it's Saturday night, $10,000 a plate to pay his legal bills. What's going on here? He, well, he I, I don't know. I mean, but, but Trump ain't deaf. And I know <laughs> Trump's ego. I mean, this will be interesting if that happens on on this coming Saturday. He's, he's Trump is a lot of things, but he can hear well. Hello. Uh, I, I mean, a, a Giuliani... You know, I don't want to make the guy out to be a, 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 a superhero, you know, back in the 80s when he was doing what he was doing. He was very competent at his job. When you get people on this level, uh, you know, he's a civil servant and he's going after higher office. He did a superlative job. He did a great job. But as I mentioned in the past on this show, uh, he was after me. Uh, he, they, they, he, uh, some, he was talking to somebody in his office. Who was close to to uh, to Giuliani? It's also close to me, and uh, apparently I was caught. If you can use that word, I was seen is a better word in a restaurant. I was in Fellini's, you know Fellini's, across from the. Well, yeah, I mean everybody goes in there. 
Yeah, every, exactly. Yeah, everybody yeah. goes in there. Cops, gangsters, movie stars, judges. Anyway, I was seen talking to an organized crime figure. I mean, uh, we were all sitting at a table. I mean, I grew up down there. I know these guys, you know. So anyway, so Giuliani is now getting a, a name for himself. And he wants to get, and you know, people have to also understand if you indict a cop, particularly a little higher rank of cop, I, I was a lieutenant at the time, that's big news. You know, so anyway, Giuliani is talking to this mutual friend, and I would mention his name, and I may have in the past, but uh, I may not have, so I don't want to do it again. Everybody knows who this guy is, but uh, he was talking to this guy about uh, finding me, locking me up, getting an indictment, and this guy said, are we talking about the same guy? He says, I know, I, I know Pat a long time. He said, uh, he's an honest cop. Uh, he says, well, I'm not talking. So he's explained to him that he, well, he lives down there. <laughs> you know, he's talking to, what's talk? Did you get him on tape doing something criminal? You better not make this mistake. So now I don't know anything about this. And I, I got a call. It, it, it was on my birthday, July 12th. Right? I'm all set to go. I'm all set to go out. And this person calls me and he says, what are you doing? I says, it's my birthday. I'm going, I don't know what the hell I was going. This was a while ago. He said, cancel your plans. I said, can't just wait till tomorrow. He said, no, but I don't want to talk about it on the phone. So you got to come and meet me now. He just left Giuliani's office. So you got to come meet me now. So he meets me in a, in a, in a bar in the Upper East Side with a prosecutor from Giuliani's office, whose uh, name you don't have to mention, because he said, bring, you know, who's ever going to prosecute the case? Bring him. I, I want him to meet uh, uh, the lieutenant. He said, you'll see what kind of guy he is. And they didn't tell me anything until like after the meal was over. Okay. And uh, this guy said, you know, because I was wondering, what's this guy doing? I don't know. You know, the other guy I knew him many years, but uh, he, then they explained what I, what I just explained the story. I was, let me tell you something, you know, you start thinking of every bad thing you did in your entire life from the, from kindergarten. You, you know, did something bad? No, I did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're looking at a federal indictment, doing federal time, which by the way, there's, there's no parole in the federal system. You get eight years, you do eight years. But right away, you start, what are they looking at? What, what can they have possibly found? It's scary. But uh, they said, uh, you know, this, this guy said, uh, we'll call him John. John vouches for you. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell the boss that's a mistake. And it, it just died a natural death. But that was Giuliani grabbing everybody. You know, is there any evidence here? Well, we don't care. He was sitting down talking to, to somebody maybe who's an organized crime. So what? You know, what are they talking about? You know, maybe, maybe it could be recipes. And, of course, did he bother looking into my record? Did he bother? No, didn't bother doing any of that. He just was going to wham, slam me with an indictment. So no, he was the, on a streak for about two oh, years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> arresting everybody. I mean, he destroyed a lot of good people and uh, for no reason, just because of, I mean, I remember even the, the garbage collecting that was going on there with the, what they did to the Ponte family were legitimate. They own 14 buildings downtown. The Ponte family owned, you know, Ponte Carding. And uh, he took them all down. He did, he destroyed Angelo Ponte because, I mean, his grandchildren, they used to go visit him in prison. I mean, this guy used to go to church every Sunday. And after he paid a fine, they made a deal. He paid a fine for $14 million. Holy cow. 
And the judge, he he convinced the judge to overturn the deal they made and gave him prison time anytime. Anyway, you know, after paying the money. You know how much time you got? He did four years. But if oh, he did a day even, I mean, he did four years paying the money. Yeah. It was pay. about his grandchildren and the image of him being in prison, grandpa in Christmas, grandpa in here for Easter. I mean, <laughs> so, no, I'm, you know, that from that day on, and I, I'll say it publicly, I was introduced because I, you know, I've been represented as most people know by Barry Schlotnick. And I, I, I go anywhere. We did a lot of political fundraisings, even to Metropolitan Club here. I, because I'm not a two face, every time Giuliani was in our company, and he reached out his hand to shake to me. I looked at it. I wouldn't even touch it. I said, are you kidding me? You're going to shake my hand? I wouldn't shake your hand. And then a lot of times there was people that saying, like, what the hell's going on with this? But he wouldn't say nothing to me. What's he going to say to me? I'm an actor. He, he destroyed all those businesses in, in, in the South Street Seaport. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's for those of you who, who don't know what that is. It's it's a seaport in, in Manhattan. But that's where all the fish comes in. Oh, the Fulton Fish Market. Yeah, that's what most people don't want as the full yeah, fish, fish market. market. Yeah, so uh, I mean, he just said, do they just wipe out everything, take all their money, just, turn their bank account? How does it work for the people, like the families and stuff like that? Well, the fam they 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 they've realized that the five families control it, and that's what it was. You had to be a friend to get, but be a vendor down there, and if you you had a business down there, you you were you were supplying one borough or two boroughs with fish. You didn't need any other customers. Then they then they he they moved it out of the out of the New York even. They yeah. put, they, so I they mean, came in when they did that, when they when he went after those families, he, he wiped out everything. He just he, they all went to jail you or gotta, how did that work? You gotta you gotta understand something too, Eugene. He didn't arrest anybody. Oh. He just he just he just destroyed businesses. Legitimate oh. people owned the businesses. And, and something else uh, came with that. Fish was always a cheap commodity. You know, you wanted a cheap meal, you bought fish. And it's healthy for you, of course. After he took it over and put his own people in there who didn't know a damn thing about uh, about uh, retail food business, the prices, they skyrocketed. You know, uh, I mean, he was just, the guy was just too much. But, you know, you, you can't take away from him that he had an effect on organized crime. He was a very good mayor. Crime plummeted. I mean, he he was excellent. But you look at him now, and all these people. I mean, there's an attorney. I don't. Do you know this guy, uh, Gianni? This attorney, mm -hmm. uh, Lickman. No, I don't know him at all. Oh, he he was he still is a, a mob lawyer. Uh, Murray Richmond. I heard of him. Oh, Murray Richmond. We had him on a show. Murray Richmond. No, no, he didn't. You did? Don't you remember? Yeah. Okay. I was getting old no, but, now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, but the, he, the thing I mean, I'm wondering, you know, is, is here's a guy that's where he is to just, I mean, just what we played. I think he had a nervous breakdown. I think the guy's nuts because everybody's seen him defending, uh, uh, you know, Trump constantly for the last two years. Yeah. Now we that's say you should be in jail. Years that he had lost his mind. Uh, and and I don't follow it at all, but that's when all this came back up. I thought, well, where did he resurface? But I'm reading here, it's saying uh, Trump is is keeping his word and hosting a hundred thousand dollar per plate. Oh, I thought it was uh, ten. All right. Oh, is no, oh, it's, it's 100. oh, it says on many. The New York Post says a hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah. 
There's several different stories here. That's that's an expensive meal. Yes. (laughs) Well, you said the fish went up. Yeah, exactly. I hope that the tip is included in that. Um, but anyway, uh, 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 Murray Richmond, he, he represented big guys, uh, uh, Carmine Tremonti, Mr. Gribbs, they called him. I remember him. Yeah. He's long. Uh, Dominic Big Trinchinchera. Uh, you know, half the, you know, and the mob loves Trump for the most part. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, his father, Fred, was very involved. That's how they got, they did. Yeah. I mean, that whole. That whole development he did out there, they and they got the go ahead on that. And what they get back from him was that they only used their concrete guys and all those people, and everybody made money. And they probably like his politics too. I mean, you know, uh, very conservative. And uh, but uh, anyway, they like everybody, but they 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 are rolling around laughing about. Uh, oh my God! Yeah. Uh, for him to get arrested on Rico is like the, the biggest joke in the world. It's like, I, I can't mean, believe it. If somebody would have told me this five years, five months ago, I would have said, you're out of your mind. And sure enough, everybody's going. So we're yes. going to see how, we're going to see how this is going to, uh, going to play out. Right. Ron Kuby was an extremely left wing, uh, prominent criminal defense attorney. Uh, this type of guy who believes everybody deserves a defense, no matter how left wing he is. In fact, he had a show on ABC. Him and Curtis Sliwa. Oh, Ron there Kobe. you go. Yeah, it was like the you know Beauty and the Beast, two opposites. Uh, you know, uh, Sliwa was was extremely conservative, and Ron Kuby is a uh, is you know very very liberal. Anyway, uh, Ron Kuby called Giuliani's indictment delightful. That the prosecutor who explained. Oh no! Everybody the- hates the guy. I mean, when you get down to it. Well, you figured an attorney might say something good because, you know, you're talking about Murray Richmond is speaking for his clients. Kuby speaking for himself. Right. It is delightful. Uh, the person who expanded uh, RICO prosecutions well beyond their original intent has now himself become a defendant with the same charges. So. Uh, Amazing. No, I mean, I, I like you say it to me. It's like it's a comedy of errors and. Now he's, but the, what, knowing we were doing this show and I heard him ranting, I couldn't believe it. I had to go, I, I bounced around to, just to find other recordings of it. And sure enough, that's what he was doing. You should turn yourself in and yell. I mean, you're crazy. Well, I just still I, do that fundraiser. It's, in, it's crazy. I, I, I don't know how Trump would even. You wonder if he'll show up. I'm sure he will because he loves that stuff. But well, no, if he says he'll do it, he'll do it. Right, but I mean that rant, and that was only a small clip of it. I'm sure. Oh, but I know. My, my goodness, yeah, I don't know how uh, Trump can hear that and just go, "Okay." The only reason Trump go. may do it, he may he may have a piece of the hundred thousand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You wonder how many people. I figure this though. You know what's so funny? You just, I just when you say a hundred thousand. Probably one dinner takes care of Giuliana's stuff, and he's keeping the rest of the money. <laughs> no, you wonder how many people show up for a hundred thousand dollar a plate dinner. Hello, oh. and where and, and where they're going to have it? You know, Giuliani uh, showed his crazy side back when he was the mayor. He appointed Bernie Carrick as police commissioner. Oh, there you go. That Bernie was Carrick was his driver. Yep. When they, he Bernie, never got the job, though, remember? He never, he, he didn't get the job. Oh, he, he got the job. 
he, he was police commissioner for two and a half years. Uh, he didn't get the Homeland Security job. Oh, that's the job, yeah. The Homeland that's what got him in trouble. You know, you become the uh, the police commissioner based on what the mayor wants. Nobody's going to vet you. Nobody's going to look into you. You know, one day you're his driver. The next day you're in uh, on the top floor of police headquarters. Uh, his head got so big that the, uh, the second George Bush, when they were looking for a, a Homeland Security director after 9-11, they looked at this guy and they said, well, you know, we helped bring down crime. I mean, he was at the top of the list to become director of Homeland Security. Now, if I'm Bernie Kerrick, I'm going to say I'm a pretty bright guy. They're going to vet me for this job. They're not just going to take Rudy's word for it. And they they ran him through the mill and they found out all these organized crime connections. Long story short, I believe he did four years. He went up going to prison for four years. Yeah. Should we, should we do a, a commercial and make some money for us? Okay, let's. It's time, isn't it? Yeah, sure. And, and my, in my money mind, I know it's time. <laughs> when is it not time to make money? We'll be right back. And we remember, we know where you are. So, And we will find you. We will find you. I'm, I'm looking them up right now. Today's show is being sponsored by Cordelione Fine Italian Food Products. This sponsor really means a lot to me. Cordelione Fine Italian has taken the heart and soul of the Godfather films and created a line of food products that include pasta sauce, balsamic vinegar from Modena, Italy, Genco extra virgin olive oil from Sicily. They created delicious pasta sauces, marinade, tomato basil, arrabbiato, and my favorite, Clemenza's meat sauce. You will be amazed. You will think your grandmother made the sauce herself. CorleoneFineItalian.com. That's CorleoneFineItalian.com. All right, we're back. All right. Anyway, like I was saying, if Bernie Carrick would have just kept his mouth shut, in fact, he had just written a book about his uh, his uh, mom, who he never did, never knew she was a prostitute. Uh, the book was a bestseller. Then he said, "I got a best-selling book. I'm the police commissioner. The president's calling me, asking me if I wants to be want to be the head of Homeland Security." The ego. He wrote books on that? He didn't write the book. Somebody wrote a book about Well, you know, his name is on it. He had a ghostwriter. No, but what I'm saying, I didn't know he wrote books, too. Well, he didn't. He had a ghostwriter. And it was the best. Well, I think I wrote a book and you wrote it. So I think we collaborated. Were you the ghostwriter? He was there to put the facts in, of course. But anyway, he's got everything going for him. He had too much going for him. He's on a pedestal. And when the president of the United States calls you up and offers you this job, don't you think that, hey, I, you know, I got this thing back here they call the FBI. We vet everybody. This is a cabinet-level position. His ego took over. He said, okay, I'm a candidate. I think he lasted about a week until they found out. He had his house or his uh, yeah, his house redone. His house renovated by, by, by the mob. By, by the mob. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, didn't they know they were going to find this out? And he goes from top of the world to, to going to federal prison. I believe it was four years. I mean, that's wow. that's a calm down. But uh, anyway. I'm now look oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm looking at a picture. It does look like, this does look like a mugshot of Giuliani. Yeah, he uh, got a mugshot. Yeah, they got a mugshot of him, yeah. Yeah. The question is, will they get one of Trump? Trump. And it, it's, it's, he hasn't been... 
uh, mugged on all his other indictments. I'm, I'm running out. I think it's four or three, whatever it is, because, I mean, he's the former president of the United States. First of all, it's a bit of a humiliation. Second of all, where's this guy going to run where they're not going to know him? Excuse me. I think I see Donald Trump on the beach, but send me the picture so I know for sure. Uh, no, it, just, uh, you know, they shouldn't take his picture. I, I, I mean, this, the whole thing is, I, I, I mean, I don't know who's orchestrating. It's probably Soros. But uh, to me, it's we are a laughing stock of the world at this point. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I'm dealing with, with three different countries right now. And they, they're, they, we, we, they tell me about the news every day. And it's what's going on over there. I said, well, you know, I don't know what's going on. You know, you see scandals in other countries are real scandals, you know. Yeah, this is a well. It's political football for the next. Yeah, year. But it makes us look, and and we are extremely weak. And uh, now the latest thing is they they want to move the, uh, the 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 federal cases, which are all the cases other than Georgia, up for uh, for a March start date. Let me tell you something about federal trials. They average from the time of indictment till the trial. It's never less than a year until the trial starts, and more than likely 18 months. Well, let's go, no, again, we're saying, because it's a political football. Yeah, they want to do it before the election, when in reality, yeah. if they went according to whatever other trial, however other trial is conducted, they'd have to wait till after the election. So now they're pushing for, for uh, March. That's not going to happen, but that's what they're pushing for. But I don't know, where, when are they going to indict the Bidens? <laughs> Talking about organized crime. <laughs> I, I, think that, I think that's coming. I would uh, love that. Then, see, that would be fair game to have these two trials going on at the same time. <laughs> Ma Mary Poppins, Poppins can become president. Anybody can you know, run. I'm thinking they're sidelined. This podcast is pretty popular. You can run for president. Jeannie could run for vice president. There you go. Yeah. Oh, no, we should let Jeannie run for president because she's even better. Yeah, she'll well, definitely get in. Yeah, <laughs> Jeannie, what do you say? Are you in? Uh, I don't know if I could take the uh, chaos. Maybe I'm the HOA president where I live, so they're priming me for it. All right, okay. Uh, I'm used to taking some grief. I'll tell you that. I, you know, as well, if I didn't have enough fun, I. You have all right. Yeah. Oh, I, I am getting thicker skin by the day. Let me say something. Should we make an announcement that anybody see a gold car? <laughs> you want to yes. you yes. want to do your public announcement? <laughs> yeah, anyone with a gold car with a big dent in the back, send him my way. Yeah, what yeah, kind I, of car is it though? Gold what? It's a it's an older gold Honda. I'll tell you the only thing I've seen. My daughter said, "Why didn't you get the license plate?" And I said, "Cause I was watching the road in front of me, you know." Oh. And I do watch, but he came from the side. And I did see him hit me, and it's kind of a testament to where your seatbelt. Okay. The one thing I did see was him belting around in the car. Ex explain the whole story here. You know, we, we have oh, okay. we have viewers all over the world. You know, so Last maybe. week, as I was rushing home to join my favorite friends on my podcast here, uh, I was just driving down the road, and I was rear-ended. Now, make sure, now, let's tell them that's not a sexual thing. This is a oh, car accident. No, no. I, someone slammed <laughs> into the back. The, the of way my you car. look, the way you look, that they may think it's something else. <laughs> Gianni. So I, I, they hit me in my car, and it hit me so hard, it knocked the plug out of my dash cam, and just made me say some bad words. 
yeah. so it did drain the power from my dash cam, not before I said the bad words on there. But um, so I just stopped, turned my flashers on and the cars to the right of me stopped. So I just pulled over and then called 911 to report the accident. What does the car look like? It looked like a the guy gold, who got away. older gold Honda. What'd you say? No, the guy who got away. Oh, the guy, I just, he had black hair. The car. Tall, black, taller guy with black hair. It was a gold Honda. Older gold Honda. Not it's a Honda. It's damaged, obviously. Well, yes, it's going to have a lot of damage because it. I did see him bouncing around. And my car, I expected my car to look like a accordion. I really did. I was just thinking, oh, boy. And I got out and I just was shocked because little shout out for the Volkswagen Jetta because you could barely see that anything was wrong with it. $5,000 worth of damage, right? Uh, five plus, yes. And the trunk doesn't shut. I'll tell you, I, I've had people go, hey, hey, your trunk's open. And I thought, where were you people last week? They would have they would have helped me. They would have helped me track these people down. But so now yeah. what, you, what you're saying is you can't put any bodies in the trunk. Nobody's in the trunk. Okay, yes. because that's yes. a that's that's a qualification to to, to have the, the position that's that you exactly have. Exactly right. No, that's no, exactly no. right. Have a trunk big enough. No. Right. right. And I didn't have any uh tarp or anything to put down to you know, so I didn't leave evidence. You know, I, I he would have just bled in the back of my car, so I just had to, you know, go without him. Oh, no, seriously, oh. I did pull over. I did call the police, and I didn't want to cause a big traffic jam, so I moved on over, and I wasn't keeping an eye on this guy because I thought he was going to pull over. Okay, so uh, you, you all heard it. If you if, if you spot this guy, yeah. or if you didn't spot the guy, just pull somebody over in a gold car. Yeah, smack. let him know I want to. Oh, I want to smack him myself. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I want to do that. I wouldn't want you mad at me. No. Okay. How about some emails? Oh, there we go. Okay. Do we do another that? break and then do the emails? Yeah, no? let's do it. Okay. Um, they're right. close, but we need, we need to get two in. So All right. we're going to take a break and come right back with emails. The mailbag. That's part of the play, the show. We'll be right back. We are pleased to announce the publication of a new book series from Gianni Russo and Patrick Piccarelli entitled... The Sixth Family. When the alleged daughter of Marilyn Monroe asks for help, Gianni Russo becomes entangled in a web of lies and violence in the search for the late actress's diary. Soon, he is enmeshed in a mystery that involves a presidential candidate, a disgruntled mafia copo, a retired NYPD detective, and the past of mafia boss Frank Costello. Russo must race against the clock to stop a hostile reorganization of the American Mafia while trying to stay one step ahead of a faceless killer. While listening to this book, skillfully read by Gianni himself, the listener will have to determine what is true and what is fiction. Or as Gianni says before this epic story begins, this book is a work of fiction, except for the parts that are true. Look out for the second installment of this exciting new series coming in 2023. The Sixth Family. Book One is available now on Amazon.com. We're yes. back. The mailbag. All right. What we got? First, first email is from Lynette. 
she said, I recently had the pleasure of meeting Gianni at Middle Sea Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I did a great show there. Yeah. Standing ovations. I love it. Oh, good. She said, I have been a faithful listener from the beginning, and I thought I knew I knew much more about his life based on his book. However, I learned much more. If anyone has the opportunity to see one of his events, don't miss the opportunity. He is gracious, funny, and sincere. I would love to see Patrick and he in an event together. There we go. Yeah. Both have colorful stories and would be very entertaining. Thank you both for the work that you put into all that you do. The best. That's oh. great. I'm glad. I just I just came back. I just came back four days ago. Yeah. I went to Walter yeah. Carolinas. I did eight shows. But the Middle Sea, I'm going back to Middle Sea in November. They're bringing me back right away. I mean, it was such oh, a great, well, a great club, too. Yeah. She said, would love to see you in North Carolina again. So, Lynette, keep your ears on because he's coming I'll back your way. That's yeah. right. Fantastic. All right. Now, the next one is for both of you, Pat and Gianni. I've seen many pictures of Carmine Galenti, the Carmine Galenti um, assassination. I have a question. He was killed on July 12th of 1979, which according to historic NYC weather for that day, hovered between 85 and 95 degrees. I'm wondering why his bodyguards are wearing heavy leather jackets that day. Any ideas? Well, that's a good question. I didn't know that. I have a theory. That's I have said in previous shows that I was there because I lived near there. And uh, once again, it's, it's, it's a day I'm not going to forget because you got whacked on my birthday. Anyway, I race up there. These two bodyguards, uh, Cesare Bonaventure was one of them. I forget the other guy's name. They went what's known as Zips. Uh, Carmine Galanti had imported them from uh, Sicily. The Zips were the only people he trusted. He didn't trust American gangsters. He didn't like the way they operated. They weren't loyal enough. Apparently, these two weren't either. But uh, when I got there, they were handcuffed in in an unmarked car. And they had thick leather jackets on. And I had a T-shirt on, and I was sweating. I couldn't get too close. I mean, I I was off duty, and I had nothing to do with this. you know. But these... uh, Why why did they have leather jackets on? How how do we get that answer? Okay. The, The leather jackets are important here. The primary weapon were 12-gauge shotguns. So uh, they had them under the jacket to get in? No. These were the bodyguards that we're talking about. Why were they wearing leather jackets? Uh, they uh, knew shot- they, they knew the shooters were coming in with, with shotguns. You know, when, you're dealing, yeah. when you're dealing with double O buck, which is a shotgun round, uh, I believe it's nine pellets come out of that oh. that individual shell they were concerned that some errant shots because they figured people would be running some errant pellets would be coming their way and they wanted the extra they wanted the extra padding of the leather uh whether it would have stopped a double oak buck round i mean i you know it's hard to describe but i would say it's about the size i don't i don't think it would have stopped it i've I've shot this before it depends of course if it went through somebody uh Carmine Galanti was shot in the left side of the face, uh, took off most of his arm, his right arm. And the last shot was the coup de grace that got him in the chest. And some other guy, uh, I forget who it was, you know, everybody thinks he was the only one shot that day. There was three people and one, one guy got away. But uh, 
the, the, the next guy was shot a couple of times in the back with a shotgun. And this was in a small courtyard in the back of the restaurant. It was an open air type of. Yeah, it's like 20 feet wide. That yeah, it was nothing there, like four tables. Yep. And these guys were, were, were concerned that they were going to have as much protection as they could, but they couldn't show up in a suit of armor. They were Galanti's bodyguards that day. They set him up. Well, and, obviously. You know, who yeah, wears the, leather jackets in July? <laughs> yeah. And the next week, uh, uh, one of them, uh, Cesare, was made a, a capo. And I forgot what happened to the other guy. Wasn't uh, wasn't made at the time they made him uh, as a, as a reward for you know not reacting. But that's right. why that's that's my opinion. And I can't come up with another good reason. It, it wasn't a fashion statement. I mean, it was hot. Yeah. Uh, Great question. Great question. Yeah. All right. The next one's from Brian. He said, I would be very interested in Gianni and Patrick's opinion and comments on the recent indictment of. Rudy Giuliani and the RICO Act being used against him, which ironically Rudy used to in bringing down the five families. You better do a show like that. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just listen to the show. We already answered your question. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Ryan, thanks for moving, writing. Moving right along, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all we've got today. Okay. That was easy enough. Okay. Yep. Sorry. All right. Uh, where are you going to uh, let me do some commercials on because I got a lot of dates going on. Yes, what's my what I was going to ask you? Yeah, I'll be uh, in fact, in the 15th of October, I just booked something I can't believe. I'm going to St. Charles, Illinois, which I knew everybody out there, and I'll be at the Moonlight Theater I'm doing okay. two shows on a Sunday, three o'clock and an eight o'clock. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't believe all the shows I'm doing everywhere. Um, I mean, like I said, I'm going back to the uh, circle at Middle Sea Club, and I'm just having a lot of fun. I'm at the Italian American Club in Newport, Rhode Island on a Friday night, 400 people. <laughs> Are these already sold out, Gianni? Yeah. Well, no, there's some. I mean, when they say sold out, we were 80% done, but right. sold out. Well, I want to know when you're coming my way. Well, it, Pat tells me there's nothing out there but t trees. <laughs> I need a club with some tables and chairs. And um, how many do you need? How many? How many do you need to build? To well, no, I mean, I mean, I, I get a lot, a lot of not a lot of money, but I get money that you need at least a couple hundred seats so you can make money. But no, I've been blessed. That's all I've been doing. I've been gone. My kids say, like, when are you going to stop? You're 80 years old. And, but why stop? Oh, why stop? You know, no. I, would, I would like to make an announcement for my appearance. Nobody ever asks me where I'm appearing. Okay. Okay, tomorrow I'm, I'm appearing at the local grocery store. I'll be doing some grocery <laughs> and And I'll be signing autographs and answering questions as I leave the frozen food section. There you go. Okay, so those of you, uh, there are some tickets available, but you have to be quick, all right? And you'll recognize right. me. I'll have a trench coat on with nothing underneath it. That's, that's me. And I, <laughs> and I will greet you. Hello. Yeah. Oh, anyway, that's, oh. that's, that's, uh, that's a shopping and a show. There you go. Okay, folks. Okay. I guess another great show. I love this one, though. This is, I mean, Giuliani. I mean, yeah, this is going to be an episodic type thing. I have a funny feeling if they, if they go ahead with this trial. 
Well, you know, they're all saying, hey, that that's when people always say, oh, the karma, karma will get you or what goes around comes around. Those people are like, it's true. It finally happened. <laughs> you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see him defend himself. Oh, boy. There you go. <laughs> what's the, what's the thing? If you if you a person that defends herself has a client fool for a client. Fool. Yeah, fool for a client. There you go. Well, I hope he's not dying his hair these days, and it's oh. that and his air conditioning on. In the, in the I don't court. think he has any hair left to dye. <laughs> oh, it all out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Another great show, and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did doing it. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had a In fact, if uh, no one listened to it, I still had a good time. All right. Well, Please. you know, I love learning about it because those are a lot of things we don't we don't hear a lot of that here in Utah. But we, just, we do we do have our own uh, somewhat organized. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yes. Ask you a question before you go. What are those two books behind you? Oh, oh. glad you asked. Yes. That would be, that would be <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood Godfather and the Sixth Family, which you Can't guys believe. get. Everyone should look for those on Amazon. Also uh, out on audio version, right? Right. Fantastic. They're um, uh, I can attest to it. I've read them. My daughter did not put them down. For she barely fed her kids, and then back to the book. So I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank That's you. Right. For our next book, you're going to give us a blurb. Oh, absolutely. Okay. By that time, you'll be you'll be more famous than Gianni. There you go. Oh, yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> well, I think so. Okay, right, folks. Well, good night. Good night, good everybody. Night. Great. Thanks, guys. Bye. And that was that. And I'll be back. Thank you for tuning in to the Hollywood Godfather podcast. Want to ask us a question for the mailbag? We love hearing from our fans, so submit your questions online at hollywoodgodfatherpodcast.com or you can give us a call at 646-776-3038 and leave a message. Contact us anytime with your questions about past or future shows, your favorite celebrity or anything you'd like to know and who knows, your question may even make it on the air. Remember to follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Hollywood Godfather and at Real Johnny Russo. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review with your podcast provider or your video streaming service. We'll be back next week with another exciting show and who knows who we may have on the show. If you don't want to miss out on an episode, remember to subscribe. Until next time. My life's like scenes out of a movie. I'm the Hollywood Godfather, truly. I got stories with them all. You know, celebrities, world leaders, icons. Who knows what's next for me? I'll never get too old to have a little fun. Come on, I'm Gianni Russo. A genuine one of a kind. What a ride it's been, this life of mine. And I ain't done yet. I'll be back until next time. And that was that.